Well, hello, you lot. Glad to see you're back again. Unfortunately, I hate to report that this one is a rather unusual episode. If you don't want to hear us talking like a bunch of twits for about 11 minutes, you might want to jump forward some. But if you're up for hearing a little bit of the tomfoolery in the back end of things when Dad runs off to do some errands, feel free to listen on. And uh, sorry for how short this one is. Hopefully the next one will be full length again. Episode 52. 52 is a nice number. Hello and welcome to another very special episode of D&D Tonight. We are a family of 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons adventurers who gets together every Tuesday except for the last two or three months. So we're a little rusty. So you'll have to bear with us in case, you know, things break again or I forget what I'm doing or... Bear. The family is eating chili. I made I made her put away the crackers so that they're not all crackly. But we'll see how this goes. Let's start with Jessica. Who are you? Not me. <laughs> I said not me. It's too bad. You said not you. That means it's you. Who's who? Who are you? I'm Ghost Slinger, a rogue ninja esque person that has a lot of cool stuff. Oh my god. And there's the phone. Cut, cut, X. No saying anything cool until the phone's done. It's our star guest, the phone. Mm. I know what it is. That's the sound it makes anytime a spell goes off. <laughs> Magic is happening. I know what we can do. We can practice my talking like a girl. I've been trying to be more girl-like without actually sounding like an old lady. How am I doing? Yeah. Now he sounds... That's kind of better. He sounds like... Um, it is a little better, isn't it? Yeah, he sounds like, like a little better. I literally have been sitting in my car, going to work every day, trying to talk like a girl. I think he sounds like a teenage boy. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. <laughs> That's close enough. They're practically the same thing. I think it would be really funny if, in the future, anybody ever gets a transcript... Of the nonsense I say in the car on the way to work. Can I have that, please? I've actually, I've actually been listening to this podcast that's got girls on it, so I try to talk <laughs> like them, uh, and that that seems to have helped me a little bit. All right, we're going to try again. Hello and welcome to D and D tonight. We're a family of fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons adventurers who get together every Tuesday slash Wednesday and occasionally on Thursday in order to play a game of fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, we play with my family, who is across the United States from Oklahoma, Texas, all the way out to Florida. And first up, we have everyone's favorite rogue. Hi. <laughs> who are you? That's you. <laughs> Ghost Slinger. I'm very important to the story. I am the main plot point. Ha ha! A lot of the time, you do end up as a plot point. Alright, next up, we have Dad. I am Merlin the Magician, and I have many magic tricks and chants that I can say and do through this game. I try to stay quiet most of the time, but my brain won't let me. <laughs> tries to stay quiet like as it. he's been captured by <laughs> dwarves and thrown in the prison. Precisely. If this is your first episode, you will have to forgive us. It has been about two months since we last played. I took a break in order to put together a special something that still isn't ready, but we decided to start playing again. Last but not least, 
is the chili queen. Chili woman. The chili queen. <laughs> chili woman. I am a Taurus, a ranger wood elf who has many creatures that I like to control. <laughs> Blinky the blink dog is my favorite. Don't you have a hippogriff? I didn't get to get a hippogriff. She tried. She tried desperately to get a hippogriff. It didn't work out. But then things happened and you got teleported into the shadow fell or I something. I mean, we lost the hippogriff, but we lost Brandy Branderson too. Disney princess! <laughs> hey, they said you're a Disney princess. He loves that. Mm-hmm. That's what Jessica calls it. All right, everyone. Let's remember what we did last time. No I one will remember. because it's been two months ago. No what, what if I do what remember? Is, what does Merlin's note say? Oh, I bet Jessica knows. John needs me downstairs for two minutes. Oh, okay. But then you're going to miss out on the thing. So we're going to pause. I'll edit all this out later. Go on downstairs. So I finally get to talk to you guys. Now introducing special guest, Grandma. Grandma. <laughs> Taking over for Merlin. <laughs> anyway, and who is this beautiful girl over on my right? Are you talking about me? <laughs> Am I being? No, she's talking about me, Jessica. I think she means you. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that goes without saying. Let me He's doing you, such girl. a great job in his woman voice. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? My, yeah, my, yeah. my girl voice has made some progress so that it's not quite so terrible. No, that is actually the terrible voice. <laughs> I feel yeah. like it's easier for us to do a dude voice, no? Yeah, it is. A dude voice? A uh, yeah. How do we do a dude voice, Jessica? Do, do a dude voice, Jessica. My voice already kind of sounds yeah. like a guy. You think it already sounds like a guy? No, like people actually. I'll get real deep like this. A lot of people actually <laughs> confuse me for a guy. <laughs> but anyway, um, I say I said, see, you should listen. When my kids speak, you need to listen. <laughs> Which is working Bob to death now because they want on his opinion on everything. <laughs> so what else is new out there in Happy Land? It's cold in uh, in Dallas now. The weather report with Ghost Slinger out in the field. How's it looking out there, Ghost Slinger? Uh, it's looking rainy Wednesday. It's not. It says it's not going to rain that much, but I don't believe it because this was written on Monday, and it changes every day. So uh, I'll get an updated version tomorrow. Except I won't be able to tell you. So uh, Thursday, it's looking rainy, kind of. Also rainy on Friday. Sunday. Mm. It was rainy on Monday, but now it's not. I think that Saturday is going to be the day to go outside. Yes, Saturday is going to be the day to go outside. And then guess what? Sunday binge watching. And that was the weather. Thanks, Ghost Slinger. Back to you in the studio. (laughs) Dad's notes as read by Grandma, everyone. Exactly. Well, I have no idea. He has some notes here, but I don't know what's it about. Wow. Merlin senses a, a wall of swirling sand. Yep. Oh, my God. Uh, mm-hmm. Gate, gate shingle. Whatever. He, you know, he really writes bad. This is, oh, that says Jessica. Oh, hi. It must be your gate. Walks it by the hand. And then, um, then Tiffy puts in, oh, well, let's see. You all got your part here. I'm just reading everybody's part. Okay. Starting with. Jessica, you, Hi. yours is walks him, walks him in the, what, go ahead, walks him in the what? You got that? <laughs> walks him in the head? Oh, maybe whacks him in the head, I don't know. 
That sounds about right. Whack somebody in the head. Jessica probably whacked somebody in the head. Mm-hmm. Accurate. Put, puts manacol, manacol, M-A-N-I-C-O-L. Yep, that's right. And cuffs on Raul. I can't say that. Raul? Yep, Raul. And Merlin is, oh, he spells terrible. Oh, then the fight is over Raul shot fire and... Oh, and ran uh, the something, ran away, I guess. And then Roel uses a magnet stone on a, a string. On a string? That happened too, yep. Uh, leading us to a Art Fasco. F-A-S-C-O, okay. Art Fasco? Well, it's Art F-A-S-C-E-T. Facet? At facet, if it's French, it's facet. Um, anyway, I don't know what that is. Fragile. So, <laughs> yeah, really. When I was younger, I was afraid of spiders. <laughs> That's a great French accent. <laughs> what do I I want to try, I want to try. Do it again, Jessica. <clears throat> when I was a little girl, I was afraid of spiders. When I was a little girl, I was afraid of spiders. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> he has to be French. <laughs> he can't be British. He has to be French, girl. It's actually very difficult, you see. I'm going to have to learn, after learning how to be an English girl, how to do an American accent as a girl. <laughs> oh, my. I was, I was trying to remember some of how English people talk, like things they talk about, like jammy dodgers. What's on the telly, love? Apparently, I was just born with it because I can do the voice. Well, I mean, you are very, very British, little girl. And I'm very good at doing voices. Doesn't she have dual citizenship? No. Darn. Does she have a British birth certificate? Yes. Then she probably could get it. Probably. Jessica, hound your mother until she gets you dual citizenship. Get me dual citizenship! Man, Dad's two-minute trip has turned into uh, quite a while. Well, every time anything gets broken, bent, or out of place, everybody calls him. I said, you know, we could move. (laughs) (laughs) Run away from the responsibilities, huh? Here he comes. All right. All right. Okay, Okay, I'm I'm back. Episode 52. I went online and looked up Jessica's sword, and there's a guy on there on YouTube. That has a blue sword, flaming blue sword, like four feet long. Ooh. <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> that is pretty cool. I don't know how he did it. It's called editing magic. <laughs> Maybe. That could be it. I could become Australian. I could become Australian. What, what is that? <laughs> that was a terrible attempt at copying you. Yeah, no. What you, was that? I'm not very good at that. Oh, I ain't very good at much things. Okay, that's pretty good. But are we all working on our accents today? Uh, We're work- going to have the worst English accents ever. If the people it's across be the bad English accent day. <laughs> if the people across the pond ever hear our podcast, they're going to be so mad at us. They'll be like, Lappy. "You are not representing the people." <laughs> Lapping their heads off. I've just been working on my mercy voice. Come and see the violence inherent in the system. Come and see the violence inherent in the system. <laughs> help, help, I'm being repressed. I'm being repressed. Well, I didn't vote for you. 
Welcome to D&D Tonight for the third time, but you will probably only hear the first one, so just a minute. Let's just introduce our players. I don't know. I don't know where we were. Just a minute. Ugh, brain. We were at the recap. I know, but we weren't, were we? Yeah, we were at the recap. We introduced everyone. Okay, we're at the recap. Let's do the recap. What happened last week on D&D Tonight, everyone? Uh, let's start with who wants to do it. Does anybody remember? No, no one remembers. I'll kick it off then. We can all kick in whatever, whatever we remember. Uh, supposedly, we started at the ghost fight on top of the hill that you guys were teleported to in the Shadowfell. Do you remember? There were some ghosts. They look like just people over there, and then they turned into ghosts, and they attacked you. Yeah, so, so like, we were walking towards them. What? You yeah. weren't walking towards we them, should... you were walking nearby them, going, like, past them, but, like, giving them a wide berth. Yeah, kind of. So then there were some ghosts, and those ghosts fought you, and you had some back-and-forth fight with the ghosts, and someone got possessed. Raw. And then, ah, I remember a crow cod. Is that why we put him in the handcuffs? Yeah, you put him in, you put Rawl in, in manacles so that the ghost would get out of him so that he could fight some more. And yes. then there was a wall of sand and a wall of fire and Merlin got possessed. And then a crow cod and the ghosts were gone. Like you didn't know if you'd been in the fight or what. It was all very <laughs> spooky and all that. You know, that's what, I was, that's what I was going for anyway. So... You guys recovered some spell slots and some health because it wasn't really real, or was it? And then... Oh, yeah. We finished up the episode with finding out that maybe, or most probably, the artifact that you're looking for, the final artifact uh, of evil that you're hunting down. And then we're going to go to Dananida. That... Uh, Argal told you about is maybe it's in the Shadowfell. They thought it was in the swamps, right? Is that what it was? Yeah, they thought it was in the swamps in the material plane to the south of where you guys have been in Brentwood and White. But then Rawl pulled out this little pebble on a string and he said that it's not there. It must be here. And the little pebble jumped out forward and started pointing in a direction. And he, you guys are following the pebble. Because pebbles are rocks and magic rocks no. on a string. Wait, wait, wait. There's that one episode where he's like, we used to ride these babies for miles. miles. <laughs> Precisely. Exactly. I think that's an internet thing, maybe. No, it's SpongeBob. Get SpongeBob! Right. I've seen oh, memes okay. and I didn't know what they were from, but you're right. It was a SpongeBob episode where they rode rocks. They rode rock. It was the uh, pizza episode. The Krusty Krab pizza. Is the pizza for you and me? Yeah, I remember that. Gotta watch more SpongeBob. So what are we doing? Where are we going? We're following Rawl with the rock. The rock. The last artifact. Okay. Yes, and he said that it might be here. And the rock is leading the way. So Rawl leads on, his cheery demeanor seemingly unaffected by the foreboding terrain all around you. He's quietly humming to himself and hopping over the large half-buried bones that are in his way from some long-dead creatures. Look at the bones! Wow. <laughs> Occasionally you hear, Stone, lead way. Yes, yes, find it! He's encouraging the stone to carry on. I like it. So as you guys are carrying along, you know, walking down this path that Rawl's kind of 
picking through this bony kind of rock-filled area. The bones! At one point, you lose sight of him, and his head pops up from behind a big jagged rock, and he says, Come, come, must hurry! Rawl motions for you to press forward, despite the thick air and exhaustion of trekking along all day. Shadowfell dangerous. Time pass random. Hmm. Uh, you guys roll a history check. History oh, wait. Check. Uh, check. Check. 16. I love rolling the dice. I, I drew a thing. I don't know if you can see, though. Is the thing. I see the thing. What is it, though? It's some lines. It looks kind of like a, uh, a turkey. It's a rock like- on a stick with a string. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see the rock. Uh, I rolled a, a nine. I rolled a nine. Ghostlinger, did you roll a thing? Wait. She's, she's digging for the dice. This is seven. <laughs> it's a seven. She rolled a seven. Okay. Merlin, you have... Wait, what did you roll? You said you rolled a 15? 16. 16. Did you add anything to it? No. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Do I have history or... Let me check. I do not have history. I don't believe I do either. No, I That's do. In inte- I have history. Intelligence. So your seven becomes a nine because you get plus two or plus... Actually, it becomes a ten because plus three for yes. proficiency check. Do you have any wisdom slash intelligence? I forget which one it is. I have intelligence, which is three again. So you have plus three and plus three. So your seven 13. becomes... Thirteen. Thirteen. That's not so bad. Yeah, much better than my nine. (laughs) Merlin is back with his character sheet. Yep, I have nothing. I don't believe you. He's a wizard. Plus one wisdom. wisdom. But but history, I believe, is intelligence-based. Intelligence? That's plus four. And then I'm assuming it has a little bubble next to history? Um, Yes, it does. Okay, so that's plus three. So plus four plus three is plus seven to your already 16. So that's a 20-some-odd, which means that Merlin definitely is aware of the concept that when you are hopping between planes, and this has come up once before, when you are hopping between planes, uh, time can get a little bit mm, timey-wimey. Dicey. It can get a little wishy-washy. Metal planes. So Rawl says... Get home, not same home. Shadow time, make long. Normal time, make normal time short. Feywild, same, but Argal stable. No stable here. Hmm. We're going to be in modern day and we're going to be all weird. We're going to be old, super old. (laughs) So, Ghostslinger, you understand that Argal stabilized you to the timeline when you were going between the Feywild and the Material Plane because uh, he told you that he did, I think, maybe. Or maybe I just said that and I never told you guys. I don't really know. But you understand that now um, you're not locked down in the time stream and things might be happening really, really fast in the regular world or they might be happening really, really slow in the regular world. It kind of depends on... However, the shadow fell treats you when you teleport back. So you all understand that it's probably really important to keep going, you know, as quick as you can to get this mission done. It's going to be bad. We're going to end up in Canada. Canada. <laughs> Somehow we get teleported to an entirely different continent. Blame Canada. 
in front of you, you guys kind of are making your way through this kind of rocky, kind of bony area. You see what at first you think, because it's kind of dark now, it's a little bit late in the evening, so it's darker than it had been. It hasn't really been daylight here. It's just kind of overcast and gray all the time, so it's hard to tell what time it is, but it's getting darker now. And in front of you, you see what you thought originally was a forest, like of trees with no leaves. But as you get closer, you can see that it's not trees. Really, it's a cluster of bones. It's this big boneyard of long dead creatures with bones sticking up all over the place and kind of at odd angles. You see some skulls. Like the Lion King? It's very much like the Lion King. Whoa. Okay. I see it now. It's late, and you need to rest because it's been a long day of following Brawl and his happy little stone. And you guys have had a fight with some ghosts earlier, or maybe you did. We don't know. What do you want to do? How do you want to try and... I'm definitely keeping watch. Yeah. And I'm not keeping watch once because every time I keep watch, something bad happens because I don't want to. You're right. So maybe you should keep watch. Maybe I shouldn't keep watch because something bad's gonna happen no matter what, because I have the worst dice rolls here. Anyway, how do you try to make a camp in the Shadowfell? Eating a chicken. This place is a little bit weird in that, you know, normally you can bed down somewhere and you feel, you know some sense of security in that you know your surroundings you definitely don't know your surroundings here this place is totally different than you've than you've been to in the past none of you have experienced a place like this i just ate a chicken you did the funky chicken (laughs) i said i eat a chicken you have a chicken in your bag apparently yes is it still written on your character sheet from when you stole the chicken no it should be Hey, I can just pull something random out of this bag of mine. My magical bag. With thy magical bag, I summon me. Chicken Hmm? Check for magic. Okay. As you look around in this barren, rocky area, and you're on the outskirts of this big boneyard, roll me a arcana check. Actually, I guess if you check for magic, do you use the detect magic? Mm, ritual i think you have that i don't remember if you have that i do have it check for magic and it's checked okay so as you catch this cast this ritual to detect magic how close are you to the boneyard versus out in the kind of more barren outcroppy area well we can see it it's it's probably a half mile away but uh if we're going to bed down, I just thought we would check for magic before we lay down. Okay. You don't really... I don't think you even have to roll for it. So as you survey the area with your detect magic spell active, which highlights magic items that are in the area around you, you don't see anything in the area that is magic. Thank you. Okay, so we're, we see the boneyard, but we're not in it yet? So you're about... According to the conversation we just had, you're about a half a mile away... From the boneyard. It's really just become clear that what you're headed towards is a big boneyard. 
Yeah, we thought it was a forest, but now it's a, uh, it's a, it's a bunch of bones. You thinking it was a forest, maybe you looked to potentially to make shelter there and start a fire. Whereas now, as you see it and you get closer and you realize the grimness of what it actually is, maybe you don't want to sleep in the boneyard. I don't know. I don't want to sleep in the bones! So what what would you do to try and make you feel more secure as you're sleeping? Sleep on the bones! <laughs> I'm actually most curious about Ghost Slinger. Ghost Slinger, what are you going to do? There are no trees here that can support you to put up your normal, like, hammocky type deal. Sleep on the bones. So you're going to, like, find a particularly big bone... And maybe a little divot on the bone, and you're going to sleep in the divot on the bone? Yes, like the knee joint. Like, how big are these bones? They're like giant bones? They're dinosaur bones. bones. So, in the boneyard, they're definitely bigger than what's around you. Because what's around you is you're you're close enough to be kind of on the outskirts of where the, the most bones are. Like, mostly around you guys right now is... Little crops of grass and some spindly trees that don't have any leaves on. And then a lot of dust on the ground. Imagine uh, the ground is kind of like volcanic ash type thing. It's real light, silty Mm. dirt. We can make a fire out of some of these little brush. Although we don't need a fire. I could get all the light you want. So is Blinky here? Because we're in the Shadowfell? Did you dismiss Blinky? Like normally... Blinky sticks around with you or doesn't, depending on what you kind of tell him to do. Mm-hmm. No, Blinky isn't here, Mother. Why not? So you know when he popped in that he didn't like it. Oh, yeah, he wasn't happy. Exactly. So hmm. do you try to dismiss him? Well, Jessica says I already did. I thought she did. Because she was like, mm. I don't remember. She may have, she may not have. Just let this. I don't think so. It normally doesn't come up. Normally Blinky comes up and then we pop him into existence. So I, I would assume the normal state is that he is gone. And then he just pops in when you want him because he comes at your call. But mm-hmm. you know that he didn't like it when he popped in. So how would you resolve that? Did you? What was what was he doing? He just was he whining? Yelled. Yeah, he yelped when he popped in, like it hurt. Because mm, he's... Imagine stepping on a dog's tail. Mm, arf. But then he's fine? He seems fi- He seemed fine once he was here in the Shadowfell, but he yelped when he teleported. And I don't think he did it again during the fight. Mm. Well, I think we should have the extra uh, eyes and ears, don't you? For the... Defense of the night? Yeah. What kind of face is that? (laughs) Sleep with it just to keep warm. So, I do still need to know, did you dismiss Blinky? I guess. Or has he been with you all day? Jessica said. "Mm, Yeah, I don't don't care what Jessica said. You're making this decision now. Would you dismiss Blinky and have him go back? No. Or would you keep him handy? He'd stay here while we're walking through this scary place. Okay, so because you didn't want to be alone in this scary place, you never told him to go back, and he didn't voluntarily leave. So he stayed with you the whole time, and he is here now walking with you guys through this barren, ashy plain. 
He's going to okay. need a bath after this. I'm never alone. I am eternally stuck with Samuel. Samuel never leaves me. <laughs> he finally comes up again My after son. a bunch of episodes because he's totally useless a bunch of times. <laughs> but he's good for one Samuel, thing. Samuel, you're good for nothing. <laughs> he's good for one thing and one thing only. And what's that? Being a distraction. <laughs> Be a distraction, Sam. I think it'd be pretty distracting if suddenly someone took a cat out of their shirt and threw it at you. <laughs> Definitely eye-catching <laughs> cat bombs. Okay, so you tell Blinky to be on guard and kind of patrol the area where you guys are going to camp. What kind of area are you looking for to camp for the night? Okay, what did he say? What? <laughs> <laughs> We were dealing with somebody. There was a cat distraction. <laughs> there was a cat in your face. Uh, all right. So Blinky stays with you, and you guys are looking to bed down for the night. So you tell Blinky that he's you're, you want him to keep an eye out and be kind of like on alert while you guys are resting. What kind of area do you look for to bed down? Do you look for a particularly grassy area? Do you look for as clean, uh, like flat and level a space as you can find? Yes. Like, what do you... Flat level? Do you want to be up a little bit? Like, what are you looking for? I know Ghost Slinger wants to go to the bones and sleep on a bone. I guess I'm looking for a flat, grassy area. There with ain't like, gonna be no grass <clears throat> in my class. With, with as much, like, covering as possible. Like, hide behind. As much, as much shrubbery as is possible. Yeah, sure. Oh, uh, you mean like some tall grasses that you might could get down behind? Yes. Eh, that sounds reasonable. If it's also up, that would be good as well. So you can't be spied on from a distance? Okay. Yes. Merlin, do you do anything to prepare your encampment for the night? I'm going to dig a hole. Are you going to sleep Make in a, a hole? Make a foxhole. That's going to take a while, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Not with my magic. <laughs> do you have... Move earth. There is specific magic to do that. I can move sand. Well, you can make a wall of sand. That's true, but I don't. I think you create the sand. I don't think you pull it out of the ground. Oh, okay. Well, then you can make walls of sand around us. No one will see us. Wall of sand. How long does the wall of sand spell last? Um, I don't have it. I'm looking. I'm looking. I got a. I got a spell thing here. Wall of sand. You conjure up a wall of swirling sand on the ground at a point you can see within range. Uh, duration up to 10 minutes. Jeez. Useless. Okay. Useless. Could be handy okay. if you have someone encroach upon your camp in the middle of the night, though. Right. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll keep that handy. I mean, it is on my list here of things that I can do. Can but I have a banjo? Let's put some booby traps down. Do you have booby traps? Well, I've got 50 feet of rope and um, a hunting trap. You can put rope around the. If you put rope around it, snakes won't crawl across it. That's what I've been told. There's snakes now. I mean, I have. All I want is a banjo. I think my worries are very simple. When you did character creation, Jessica, did it say that you get an instrument? <laughs> no. I think mine did. <laughs> you get an instrument? What? Wait a minute. Um, I want a banjo. Come on. Maybe not. I don't see it now. Exactly. Well, I thought I had a, a one. 
Wait, one type of instrument. Yes. What is it then? Well, I didn't really pick the instrument. <laughs> this is one type of instrument. Yeah, there's a there's a blank spot there where the instrument will materialize on her back whenever she picks what it is. Precisely. <laughs> if it comes in handy to have some instrument that she can smash over someone's head, it will turn into that instrument. Precisely. <laughs> she just like takes out a piano from nowhere. <laughs> I've had this the whole time. So I'm going to put my hunting trap out. Well, how did you figure out that you were able to have an instrument? Well, it said when I was creating my character that I got an instrument. Where does it say that? Proficient in one instrument or something. It says right here, one type of instrument. Why do you get an instrument? Different different character classes get different stuff. Yes, I, I mean, think look, I know that. You can you can acquire a banjo. You just have to find someone to buy a banjo from. <laughs> yeah, we gotta go to the banjo store. <laughs> or find some guy on his porch. Great, we're gonna talk to the banjo man. I mean, come on, the guy's gonna <laughs> <laughs> Ghost Slinger! Ghost Slinger! You've gone crazy. It's the pickles all over again. She's screaming into the microphone. I'm sorry. Because she moved. She's like right on top of it. I'm sorry. She's very excited about it. Okay, so I'm going to put out like traps. I'm going to put my hunting trap out. I'm going to set the rope around the camp. Are you setting it on the ground, or are you trying to set up, like, a tripwire type thing? What are you doing with I'm the rope? I'm trying to make it, like, make noise if somebody hits it. Totally. Okay, so you're going to take some rope, and how are you going to make it make noise? I have a bucket. Going to attach a rope to a bucket. That way, if anybody, you know, gets their foot caught on the rope, they'll pull the bucket and hopefully make some clunky noises. I like hey. it. That's, that's a, a pretty good improvised setup. Well, I was thinking about, you know... Um, that Congo movie where they had that gun that, like, it's a pretty good uh, track. I don't know if anybody's going to know what you're talking about, but okay. <laughs> Somebody's got That one know. where they return the gorilla to the Congo. I think it's called oh, Congo. No, it's called King Congo. Kong. Congo. And they King have, like, Kong. they have lasers and a giant gun in the center of the camp. So then when the lasers, you know, when something breaks the plane, it shoots them. So your bucket is a gun? Well, that's all I had. <laughs> I'm very confused. I was thinking about defense of camp. So is it a bucket with a rope tied to it that the ropes run around the camp? That's all I got. Okay. Merlin, you got anything you want to do to kind of defend your position before you sit down for watches? I've got a blanket that I can get under and hide. <laughs> okay, so you all set out bed rolls and you're going to go to bed. Who's taking first watch? I guess I am. Because I need the less sleep. Okay. Roll for the first watch. What does that mean? Roll a d20. And roll. Perception check. 15. Okay. You rolled a 15. It's come from Conway Joe. Are we still at level? Level 6, I think, right? Or are you level 7 now? 16. I have level 5. Oh, we're level yes. 6? Yes. Thank you. Oh, my thing's still sizzle. Okay, you rolled a thingamajig. I think I hit... Oh, hello. He's saying, to, he's saying hello to some hello, mysterious hello. creature. <laughs> okay, okay. Nothing happens. I, 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 I think I have an idea of how I meant this to happen. As far as you keep a keen eye out on the horizon as best as you can see it with your dark vision and this weird half-dark that is in the Shadowfell. And 
you hear some odd noises out in the distance. You hear, I, I, did you guys set a fire? Did you decide to burn some stuff while you're here or no? Mm, I said we could, but we did not set a fire. Okay. So you hear kind of Blinky panting next to you as he pant, uh, traces around the camp and then comes back and sits next to you. And you, you can even hear like his tail, you know, touching the ground, kind of scraping in the dust. But you do not see anything, and nothing happens during your watch. Your What do you do at the end of your watch, Asharis? Well, I suppose at the end of the first four hours of your watch, you could take another watch and then get four hours at the end. Oh, excuse me. At the end of your watch. That's all I need. Oh, yeah. See, now I made everybody do it. Everybody's yawning now, dear. I wasn't yawning. You yes. will be. So... Do you continue watching for another four hours, or do you swap off? Yes, I will continue the watch. Okay, roll me another perception check for another four hours of watching. I'm going to be well rested. Seven. You're a little bit more tired. You're not quite as attentive as you were before. You definitely know that, yeah, maybe a double watch after how far you walked. A little bit much. Your eyes are a little droopy, but you still see out. And you don't see anything, you don't, you're not quite as keen on the hearing, but you don't see anything that's threatening to the camp. I mean, nothing knows you're here. Why would there be anything around? And we don't have a fire, so they can't see us. Yep. All right, your watch is up. Who's next? I'm next. I will go wake Merlin up for the last well, watch. No, the, the other one is, is worthless, so. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Don't call me worthless. Two. Well, I won't. I won't. I'll let it go. All right, you go wake up Merlin. Merlin, it's time okay, for your watch. Oh, my God. Already? <laughs> You've had a full eight hours sleep. You're fully rested. All your... Sp- then you're going to be well rested. <laughs> no, but... I- All your spell slots are recovered, and your health is back to normal. Cool. You're now starting the day, but it is in the middle of the night. Yep. I'm going to roll my dice. Oh, my God. What is, it's a three? <laughs> a three. It's a three, huh? Well, I'm getting ready for sh- Merlin, you get up and you've got sleepies in your eyes, shifting up these watches. It doesn't seem to have agreed with you. You're definitely tired. I haven't had my coffee yet. Uh, but your eyes are awake and you're looking. You're looking out. But you also don't have dark vision, so you can't really see very far. Maybe, like... 15 feet in front of you is it. That's all you can it's all you can discern from the heavy cloud cover and the no real source of light around. So, it is a complete surprise to you when suddenly, very close to you, there is a bunch of little squeaks. Sounds almost like mice, and you can't really tell what it is. Big old rats. <laughs> Until all of a sudden, you are completely swarmed by bats. A whole vampire bats swarm of bats all right. is all over the place. And they're nipping and biting at your clothes and they're nipping and biting at your hands and your skin and any piece of you that they can get. And you take Whoa. nine points of damage. Whoa. I'm throwing a ball of fire up into the sky so I can see what's going on. Are you also screaming? <laughs> Hell yeah. I hate bats. <laughs> Asharis, you are swarmed while you are asleep, and you take six points of damage as these bats come 
you know, screeching down out of the sky no, at you. Ghost Slinger! <laughs> Those are not <laughs> Ghost Slinger, you take 11 points Why? of damage, and your sleeping bag is full of bats! Oh my gosh! It's full of bats. Why is it always me? And they're going... Oh, what? Stab all of them! Alright, roll initiative, and we can start stabbing all of them. Oh, 13. God. 15. Did you add your plus one to that, Merlin? No, I did not. Wait, Wait plus one? I thought it was plus five. How many times? It's plus five for you, because you have a lot better decks. Um, My history is only... Ghostslinger. Give me two seconds. Eighteen. Eighteen? Is that plus all your pluses? Yep. Uh, plus Fourteen pluses. plus... No, we just add decks. Oh, we just add initiative. I'm forgetting things. So it's a seventeen. What's this little number? A 17? Everybody did real good. What's this number here? That is what your actual wisdom is. Yeah. Oh, and this is... Pl- okay. So that's the modifier based on what your wisdom is. All right. So if you make a wisdom roll, you get plus one, because 10 is average, which is zero, so no bonus. But when you get sw- wiser, then you'll get more numbers. So like your intelligence, is, I think it's an 18? Yeah. Which means plus four. Correct. And... Everyone, I know this is going to be devastating news to you. We'll have to find out what happens next week <laughs> on D&D Tonight. I rolled as 50. Because everyone else got to eat dinner. I've been sitting here waiting this whole what? time. You normally eat your chicken. All right. I do, but dinner got made by my wonderful boyfriend, and I'm going to go eat it now. All right, that's a good thing. I had chili waiting already. I'm writing down my 15 plus... Uh... Plus one, 16. You know what? I am confused. What are you confused? I don't remember if I gave you guys experience. I have it written here, so I must have. But everyone add 100 experience because I forgot to do it at the start of the episode. It's uh, 1608. 16805 right now. You want to make it 905? Yeah. Sure. Interesting fact. The number one song played at funerals in England is Always Look on the Bright Side of Life. That would make sense. You know what it replaced? Played at my funeral? Elton, or not Elton John's. Shoot, uh, My Way. I've lost the artist in my brain. Life is a highway. Frank Sinatra's My Way. I did it my way. Yeah, I'd it, want I uh, that. that song from the Italian job. The new one or the old one? I the old one, of course. Obviously, but I had to ask in case there was a good song in the new one. I don't know that I've seen the new one. I haven't seen it either. 